What's happening, all you hitchhikers? Mikey here. Super stoked about our guests in the first episode of The Strange Road. Joining us is my buddy Roa, owner of the Fifth Element Tattoo Gallery here on the east side in Columbus. He's a multifaceted artist and all-around great dude. We've known each other for quite some time and had some pretty incredibly deep experiences together, so I was excited to sit down and talk with him. My conversation with Roa starts at his roots and continues through his journey in life to where he is now. Recently, we've been talking quite a bit about the shelter-in-place situation and how it's affected us. Early on, I was like most people, a little freaked out. Gigs were getting canceled, opportunities lost or put on hold, my kids' school in flux. First, I was confused, then a little fearful, then a little angry. Finally, the last phase, mourning our former way of life and embracing a new reality. When Roa shared his perspective on the situation, I got really excited for the possibilities moving forward. He had such a unique outlook, which helped me move through the process of understanding. We'll get into that and much more on this very first episode of The Strange Road. Bro, what's happening, bro? Doing good, bro. How are awesome, you? Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Hey, everybody. We have uh, Roa from Fifth Element Tattoo Gallery here today, and uh, just hanging out. And um, Carlos, I, I think uh, it'd be pretty cool. Kind of just give us a little bit of background. Um, if you want to start with your shop, yep. um, where you're located, um, cool. cool. Talk about. What inspired you to create that space and give us a little bit of background on that? Gotcha. Um, of course, my name is Roa. Uh, I have a little shop on the south end of Parsons of Columbus. Uh, it's called Fifth Element Tattoo Gallery. Opened it up about a year. I say, yeah, it's been about a year and a half, maybe, if that. Um, so, yeah, it's a little tiny little tattoo shop that I uh, put together, manifested it um, just to, so I'm able to do my thing when it comes to tattooing and art. So I have a couple artists in there. Um, Jay Cross is one of them. Um, the other one is Jimmy, Jimmy Redbeard. Um, and then we have a, um, apprentice. His name is Kian. So um, other than that, we have like a little small little crew, you know, just starting up. So yeah. So there's that. Um, me personally, I've been, I've been an artist, you know, I started as an artist first before as a tattoo artist. So, um, doing art since, for a long time, painted, started painting about 2000, I forget, I'd say like 2006, I want to say, 2006, that's when I started getting into art, art, you know, but um, other than that, uh, going back a little bit, and then to put in the nutshell, uh, born in South America, Bogota, Colombia, um, was lived out there, um, adolescence, I guess, whatever you want to call it, was in an orphanage. I uh, was put in the orphanage about when I was about five, stayed in the orphanage for one year, and then um, was adopted and came over here right away and been here since, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. How old were you? I was uh, uh, six when I came. 
cool. So you remember yeah. South America? Yeah, yeah, I, re- I remember. I got little, you know, bits and pieces of it that I can kind of recall yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, so I'm very blessed. I'm grateful for where I'm at, you know, for sure. It's awesome, know? man. Yeah. What a so, journey to get yeah. to Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, how so did I'm you here. feel growing up in, like, in Ohio, you know? It was it, did you enjoy it? Did you, um, oh, you know, I have mixed emotions about it, Yeah, you know, because it, it was a weird transitional. I still remember it, like, because I was born in the slums, put in an orphanage, and then brought over to Disney World. That's the first American thing I saw was Disneyland, you know? So it was just like that to, like, wow. Columbus, and then stayed here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you showed this. You thought it was the, that's yeah, I was what like, everything what the, was going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know, <laughs> I, you know. But at the same time, um, I, I just grew up in it, so didn't have winter or anything like that. didn't know anything about that stuff. But after a while, it just, on, honestly, I, I really didn't like Columbus. I think it was yeah. just a personal thing with not just how the society or whatever you want to call it, you know, and I think I'll get that anywhere if I was put anywhere. But um, but I think I'm as I got to be a little bit older and stuff like that, grown with it, I, I fall in love more with the land than the actual, like, Columbus, the city, you know. So I like Ohio as a land. So that's how I see it. But before that, I, was, I used to, I just wanted to get the fuck out of here, you know, that kind of thing. So, so the know. older you got, you kind of learned about yeah. a little bit more about the land. Yeah, appreciate it a little bit more. The history. And, exactly, yeah. exactly. Not, not knowing that so much of it was originated here, you know, and, and this is the heart, the source of it, you know. And so that kind of like opened, opened me up a little bit more to accepting it and just a lot of uh, well, lost, lost culture, lost civilization, that kind of stuff. So it was just kind of like, oh, damn, like I guess this would be somewhat the best place to be in a sense, you know. Yeah, so. and... Uh, you and I kind of have a common interest at the Serpent Mound. You said you visited that right site right. when you were um, Serpent Mound in Adams County, Ohio. Uh, you yeah. said that you'd visit that on a field trip when you were a kid. No, or no, okay. no. I I remember seeing it all the time. Um, yeah, it came to that that place is just something special now. But um, in the beginning, I remember always seeing it in in, in the um, like in the history books. You know, okay. it's always in the the um, prelude or whatever of the of the history books. You mm-hmm. know, and it's mm-hmm. always had this little serpent mound, and it's yeah. always here in Ohio. Blah blah blah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, just seeing that image, and then to have a relationship with that image from seeing it from so long ago. You know, that's always been kind of haunting, kind of mm-hmm. thing, a haunting image yeah. that you eventually figure, uh, kind of, yeah, it became part of your your life in a sense. You know, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's interesting. We've been kind of going back there, right? You on your own, right? Together with me mm-hmm. and other people and <laughs> right. a, uh, groups of people and uh, the event that was going to be there in March. We were gonna head out mm-hmm. there with some of the crew, and yeah, um, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, and uh, everything got shut down. That was kind of yeah. one of the first kind of reality checks. For us, you know, right. we had some shoots and some interviews and um, some things yeah. kind of happening. And, you know, you were going to come roll with us and hang and we were looking at getting a cabin. Mm-hmm. And then on St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's Day, everything, it was uh, official mm-hmm. that it uh, had shut down. I think it was the venue that actually canceled it. 
Um, I think mm-hmm. Terry was trying to hold strong. <laughs> Shout out to Terry Rivera. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that was uh, you know the Arnold Classic uh, shut down really quick. That was like one of the first in the country right. to just say right. no, not we're right. not we're not playing that game. Shut yeah. it down, and that that started getting to be like, oh shit, they're serious about this. Yeah, you know, what yeah. I'm saying they're really serious. Like and then you, the smaller yeah. events all right kind of fell in line like a week week after uh, the wine announced the uh, shelter in place. Right, right, all those kind of things. So yeah, I think I think they, <laughs> the one that got me was um, uh, kids, kids in that school and shit. I was like, what? Like shutting yeah. down things oh, that yeah. never shut down. Right, you know, like right. things that never would shut down. You well, know. they shut it down like, to oh, spring shit. break, and then that was right. three weeks, and then now it's the uh, May 1st, so that's kind of the mark right now. So who knows if they'll just completely cancel school, and, and I feel the worst for, like, seniors. Yeah, my daughter's a senior. To, oh, yeah, mm. yeah, but she she's not uh-huh. she's not tripping on it. Honestly, no? she's she's kind of like she's, cool. she's one of those. She's <laughs> she's so funny. She's like, <laughs> I just want my money back because that's what I pay for my cap and gown. That's all she cares <laughs> right. about. You know, she's like, I just want my money it's back. Not cheap. Yeah, exactly. It was like yeah. you know, hundred fifty bucks or something <laughs> right. like that. You, you know, wear it one time. Right. Yeah. Right. So she wants her money back. Um, but at the same time, like, yeah, it, it's. It's it's fucking goofy, man. It's fucking weird, and I don't think we're gonna. I don't think the kids this year. I think school's over. Honestly, I think it's yeah, just done. Boy, because I, I mean, and shit, it's almost over. Honestly, yeah. If you think I about mean, it. there would be. It's I think May twenty eighth yeah. is the last day of school. Yeah. So if they went back, it'd be you know a little over three weeks. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know if kids are can handle. You know, the homeschool aspect. I mean, homeschool, when you get homeschooled, um, you know, there's different programs and you can go and meet up with other families that are homeschooling as well. Right. But right now, everyone's so isolated that you can't get together right. a bunch of kids and, and make it exciting and fun for them. So, you know, mm. our, our our oldest is, is you know, kindergarten uh, was going to be finishing kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she just misses her friends, you know. Right. It's right. That's how some of the kids, most of the kids are. Yeah. You know? a, lot, a lot of the kids like it, but then at the same time, it's it's a weird, like you said, putting them in home, home school. Yeah. You know, some some of them just cannot, can't do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's Shanti just it's hard. Jeez, right. And you're giving these kids a computer and, like, to tell them to sit in front of this. Yeah. You know, it's live, tough. you know, chat with your teacher yeah. kind of thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's hard for them to do that. And then and the parents yeah. have to right. really and then sit some, there on a whiteboard and right, go over right. the reading and the and, spelling and mm-hmm. the math. And, um, and for thank those, God yeah. it's not like, you know, high school math right now that we're right. having to sit. Right. My wife's <laughs> trying to, you know, she's doing an awesome job learning right. how to teach our daughter. So right. that's been um, you know, a journey That's in cool. itself. That's and, cool. Um, so it, it, you know, I was talking to you on the phone and he's like, you know, it's cool. They're, right. you're learning how to mm-hmm. teach your kids. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, you know, that was, you know, three weeks ago, the first week of kind of the homeschooling and, and where everything's kind of sitting in and you're just 
oh my gosh, all these new things are hitting you and mm. you're trying the best you can and it's it's stressful and you're trying to get the, Everybody's the curriculum learning. and yeah. hey, there's this online program that you have to do and then there's, right, right. you know, we're going to send home your workbook and right. different things that I've had to kind of run out there and pick up. And mm-hmm. Same. So, um, but, you know, overall, one of the cool things is everyone's home, at least in our house, mm-hmm. um, you know, production gigs and things that we had been planning on. You know, we focus a lot on live events and uh, concerts, festivals, and do a lot of, <clears throat> and even, you know, all the commercial shoots and um, sort of um, all the way down the line, small live streams are kind of, you know, kicking off a little bit. and yeah. uh, But they're all really small skeleton crews. So everything kind of just really stopped uh, for us yeah also and um and so we've been home and uh we've got to spend time together that you know i'm not taking for granted at all right now right you know with all the creatives that have been just fired <laughs> you know so yeah. that's the thing so we all are adapting and everyone kind of does their own thing yeah. and maybe runs their own little boutique or mm-hmm, shop mm-hmm, like yours. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of artists are independents. Like a lot of us exactly. are freelancers. So, yeah. Um, and even the guys that, uh, have, you know, the, the uh, a job mm-hmm. all kind of gig and do side things on the side. And so it's, yeah, it's tough. People getting laid off left and right. And some of the bigger companies in town. So it's just, uh, but they're doing their best right now to get some of the employees back. Right. Um, it's it's crazy. It's weird and it's exciting, you know, all in the same time, you know, because yeah. it, it needs to happen. I don't know what is all happening. I, you know, I have theories or whatever you want to call them, but um, but it all needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, before, like I mentioned to you, it's like it's nothing. People that are thinking that it's going to like, uh, go back to normal it's just not you know like things are things are already changed you can't change it without changing it you know right so right it's like a, a pre-covid-19 world and a mm, post-covid-19 yeah, world yeah yeah living through history like hardcore yeah <laughs> you know it's a hardcore. really interesting time yeah. to be alive oh yes yeah. i mean it's you know, it's it's strange. Just it everything shuts it down. Is. Everything shut down. So it's no one's ever lived through something like this. You know, so mm-hmm. it's a unique, mm-hmm. super unique time, also. And you know, people that can shift and kind of move yeah. during this time. And uh, it's, you know, we've gotten pretty comfortable. Yeah. Never had to live through something like That's, super. You know, nine eleven mm. was one thing, and and that was, you know, really people got closer, people came together. Um, you know, you felt like, you know, we were kind of all in it together and there was a lot of that kind of, um, early on is, um, you know, you saw some pretty cool connections all over the country. Right. And, um, this is kind of, it's, I feel, I feel like, like you were saying before, but there's always an escape goat, you know? And I feel like this one is, of course, everybody's kind of with the Chinese or whatever, but now it's kind of, it got to a point where there really isn't a, a scapegoat, right? You know, for the first time, you right. know, I think. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's that's interesting. You know, right? Because we can't point the finger. 
The know? whole world has it. Yeah, you can't it, point the finger. Yeah, the virus so. is spreading all over. Right, I mean, it's a planetary, planetary thing right now. So it's, it's wild. It's wild. But I think a lot of good is coming from it. Also, you know, people are kind of seeing um, just the fragile nature of our system. It was pretty glaring when everything shut down and a week later, it's just, you know, it's a trickle effect. And within a week, boom, everyone loses their jobs. The unemployment rate skyrockets. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's just that quickly of a halt is uh, pretty interesting. And um, it really is just pointing to, again, um, I think everybody just kind of got comfortable with, you know, things moving along and, and then bam. So it's, it's jarring. Yeah. That, and that's what you just said. It's just everybody got comfortable. Yeah. Everybody was just too comfortable. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is like, you should never get comfortable. You yeah. know, I don't think, you know, I can never stay comfortable. You always gotta, you know, that means there's something not, you know, right. You gotta switch it up a little bit, but, um, but yeah, it's wild. It's crazy. I think it's like I keep saying, it's exciting. You know, I'm I'm looking at it. We everybody sees it in a different way. I think everybody kind of. It depends how you want to take it. But I think the most importantly, there's from all the stuff to look at it, but to really just really manifest the best option or the outcome of it. You know. Yeah. So not not trying to like. Oh, this, you know, that, and this is going on because, you know, just really just would see it as a good thing, see it as a positive thing, the best as you can possibly do, and not look at the circumstances like, I don't have a job and I don't have this and I don't have, I'm so bored, you know, that kind of shit. What am I going to do with it myself? Like, no, figures, this is the time to figure that all out. Like what you're doing right now, you know, you're taking your time that you have and, and, experimenting and learning something new and trying something new and you know what I'm saying yeah Yeah. who knows what the outcome is you know yeah so yeah I mean this podcast you know something we've been really wanting to do for a long time and and just you know hustling freelancing and uh, just Mm -hmm. always on the go Mm -hmm. being dad you know trying to run a business and uh, there's just these kind of things that are, you know, you really have to build in your free time on the side with responsibilities and, and, um, right. in this really kind of, you know, allowed us to kind of really lock in and focus and, you know, start off with hey podcast, right. you know, right. let's really focus on that and, and see that's, what happens. That's, that's the thing is like you, you're focusing because there's before the Corona, everybody's distracted. By, yeah. by all this. I mean, this is the first time. I mean, myself, I haven't thought about like bills and money. And that's, that's my yeah. distraction. I'm like, oh shit, you know, I got to get yeah. this done, this taken care yeah. of because I, gotta I be, need, yeah, I need to survive yeah. or, or work with it so I can eat pretty much, you mm-hmm. know? So now Take it's like the first family. time. It's just like, shit, you're not thinking about that. So that's all that junk that you can yeah. just literally like take out. Yeah. And now what are you going to replace it with? You know, that kind of right. thing. So right. it's just like, I, th- I think that's that's a beautiful thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because that's the biggest, hardest thing on most people, you know, is is finances and money and what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, 
and you don't have enough time to do what you want to do. So now everybody can just go back and kind of reflect and step back and, and see what your their life. That's why everybody's on different stages, but uh, reflect and see that what their life was before it and see where they're going and see how they're handling things and at the same time preparing or, or working with the cards that you have then and to utilize things how circumstances pop up, you know. So if things do get bad, bad, this is what I'm going to think what I'm going to do. If this happens, if they turn on everything back on, this is what I'm going to do, you know. So it's just thinking about all your options and, and right. you know, yeah. so preparing yourself mentally, you right. know, but not focusing on the negative aspect and thinking that's what's going to happen. Just saying like, yeah, it's there, but I'm not going to activate that because right now I'm thinking that um, for me, I, I hope that or I have faith or whatever you want to call it, that I hope the whole system's just crumbling. Hmm. That's my thing. I mm-hmm. hope the system's crumbling so we can start a new system or something else because it's an old system. Yeah. You know, it needs to be yeah. shut down. It's old as, sh- as shit. It's it's old as fuck. It is. It's been, I mean, we saw it play out within a week. Right. You know. It's it's a game. It's silly, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like we need to step out and realize, like, it's a game. Like, let's, what else can we do with this, you know? We shouldn't be working f- as hard as we are working. Or some people are like, we're we're very blessed that we can work with our crafts that have been given to us, you know what I'm saying, some way or another, you know? Right. But most people are just kind of like in the plantation of, like, just you know, picking out the souls. They're, they're, they're picking their souls, you know, giving it up, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, if, you, if that makes you happy, that's what's up. But mm-hmm. a lot of people are not happy, you know. They're just like, damn, I wish... Some people don't know their truest potential because they're so focused on working with the, with the system, that playing the race. game. Yeah, yeah, playing the game or rat race or whatever you want to call it, you know. If they have a month to sit there and, and yeah. shut down... You don't have to go to work. Right. You don't have to worry about your bills right now. Yeah, come You might down. be able to yeah. get some unemployment. Yeah. There's some funding coming. It's going to be okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's all going to work out. Right. Let's, you know, what's something you've always wanted to do? Right. You know, you want to pick up photography. You've always, you got that camera sitting in, yeah. the, in right. the closet. Me, I have a my mom's guitar. Yeah. I've been playing that guitar almost yeah. every day. Right. You know, just sitting out on the back patio or on the couch, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 15 minutes. And, and I just have time to kind of do things that uh, I haven't been able to really lock in on for right. a long time. So that's been that's been awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I hope people do take the time and kind of, you know, Figure out. It's time to look within. If they're struggling at their job that they got laid off with. This this is the time. Find something that you're passionate about. Exactly. This is the time. Utilize it. This is literally your time. All the excuses or whatever that people don't have time, now you got it. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's up to you. But, I mean, everybody has time now, which which is nice. You know, so I mean, yeah, pick up a book or learn something, a new craft or right, whatever. Right. And now you don't have to, like, sometimes I get, uh, I, I beat myself up. I'm like, oh shit, I'm wasting my time to give myself a break because they got so much other shit I got to do. Yeah. And now it's just like, calm down, just, yeah. just, just relax, you know, 
play guitar for a little bit. Yeah. And I and there's no, you know. Don't play guitar, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I'm I can't play guitar. Yeah. I I play around. Yeah, we we dabble. <laughs> yeah. We just we just play around. Yeah, just I strum play. around and yeah. hit a few chords and make up songs. It's so much fun. Yeah. It mean, is. And my kids love it. They run around and dance and sprint around in a circle in the mm-hmm. living room. And it's just, you know, something to break up the time right. while we're home. And it's uh yeah. I think uh let's go back to the shop because yeah. yeah. you are obviously running a tattoo uh right. a tattoo shop. Right. And do you remember kind of the day that you were told I think it was barbers and tattoo mm-hmm. shops were shut down right. officially. Right. Um yeah, that would that sucked because winners because one, I'm only a year old, you know, yeah. as as the shop was running and mm-hmm. and the winter was bad and where, where we yeah. are, uh, um, because I didn't have my my tattoo artist in the first part of it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you uh, recently got those yeah, guys in there. there. Yeah, yeah. So everything was the winter was really bad, like I was saying. Um, so I didn't get one of my artists. One artist was there, but it was in the part of town. It's uh, just you know, it was just bad. It was mm-hmm. just bad. But as soon as the weather started, you know, kicking in, you know, after uh, December, whatever, it just started, started rolling it in. You know, I got my new artist, the other artists, you know, they're doing good. You know, all the planning out all the events for the summertime, springtime, all these, you know, right. connections that we're about to do. We're yeah. planning out like conventions. Your and, art nights. Yeah, doing art nights, you know, yeah. we're just, I'm just going all, you know, planting all these seeds, yeah. like just spreading all these seeds around. And then all of a sudden just like, you hear that information like, oh, they're going to shut you down. But honestly, I mean, I don't care. It's already in the past. But um, yeah. when they said that, I'm, I said, fuck it, I'm still tattooing. I'm, I'm still going to fucking, I got my shop, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to just low-key do it or whatever. And then because I can be there, just not a lot to tattoo. So it was just like, I need to make the money because you don't, you don't know how long this is going to go for or whatever. Like we all need, all my artists need to make money. So, yeah. you know. But then when they said that non-essential, I was like, well, fuck. You know, like, all right. And I didn't know how to take it. I was at that beginning stage. I'm like, all right, because everybody's on the toilet paper freak out, you know. So <laughs> so in, in the same oh, time, man. I had to I had to take the toilet paper and try to find some because my family, it didn't have any. Like, legitimately, yeah. it didn't have any. And there was like, I can't even go out because I really do need to get some for the family. Not like shitloads. Yeah. I just need like a, a, the usual buy, you know. Yeah. So that was, it was just a big old cluster of, you know, of chaos, I guess, in a sense, or panic right. or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, it was, it was fucking weird. It was fucking weird. So now it's just... Now it's coming to the point like I'm going back and I'm using old tools that I use in my in my in my toolbox of creativity and like I'm doing graphic design of course you know working with you you know um, doing illustrations whatever I can do as a as a as a side of what I used to do before yeah. tattooing yeah. you know I mean this what I'm not for me it's easier for me because I know how to adapt easily to circumstances or changes that happen in my life so I'm really you know and I can entertain myself for days. So for me, it's it's easy, but some people I know it's really, really, really difficult. You know, they're losing their fucking minds on it, right? Which I think is just like how, and then I can understand because that's all they know, and they live in like this comfort, yeah. like just this comfort, and then you just take it away from them because they never had that before. You know what I'm saying? And then it's just they don't it's, know where to go, right? It's like taking a spoiled ass kid's shit, and then just all of a sudden, you know, kick him out. 
and there. Like, wake the fuck up. If you don't wake up, then you're not going to wake up, you know? <laughs> so. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Now, you used to do yeah. a lot of graphic design, and um, obviously you've been painting for a long time. Mm -hmm. You've got a lot of your art displayed there in the shop. Um, the kind of the way your shop's laid out and just the uh, sort of the storefront, it's just, you know, it's just really, really rad spot. And um, and so it, it's a bummer that that place is kind of just on standby right now. Yeah. Because just all yeah. the cool events you do, art night, and I don't know if you want to talk about yeah. some of those things. Um, um, yeah, I, I can get... Because when everything yeah. comes, comes back online, everybody... Uh, check out some of these events that yeah, Carlos is, uh, yeah. that Roe is going to be having when everything opens back up. Yeah, and then, and that's the thing too. Like, I'm glad you brought up because uh, um, my shop is it's different. I really want to do it as a uh, bringing people together of all you know backgrounds or whatever. It's a it's a it's a place for um, just it's like a bubble within the bubble. It's just to get out. Sometimes you step in there. It can it's very laid back. Yeah. There's no like you know. We're not trying to Great be, vibe in there. yeah. We're not trying to, you know, trying to impress or anything like that, or make you feel like you're, you're, kind of intimidate. You know, yeah. what I'm saying that kind of thing. You so, feature a lot of other artists, yeah, and then have different events, yeah, different events that. that I like that I think other people would like. You know, like yeah. the art nights gathering, you know, variety of artists gathering and stuff like that. And that's the whole reason I I created it or had the idea. Just have like yeah. a lot of music down there. Yeah. And yeah, like everything. Chill like spot. We're doing a, I had a, a B-Boy event that was going to come in in April. Yeah. You know, we're doing a, um, what was it? We're going to do a drum circle, you know, things oh, like yeah. that, bringing people in for that. Um, doing a, a other little, uh, we're having a block, block party with other, you know, people on that block that are businesses, you know. So, I mean, a lot of things, but it was all about... Uh, a community, in a sense, yeah. in my eyes, community where it's just like everybody's welcome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is a place for everybody that they can feel like everybody themselves. Everybody loves you over there. Yeah. Every time I'm over there, somebody's popping in the door, yeah. knocking on the yeah. door. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> you're like, your, your shop's like a magnet for the people in the neighborhood. Yeah, it's, so, I mean, and that's the thing is like... uh when I moved in there or whatever, because it's in the rough spot. It is, yeah. you know, and it's gotten better. But at the same time, I have to understand that I'm in their neighborhood. You know yep. what I'm saying? This is their neighborhood. Yep. I can't just come in here and, like, get out and shoo them sure, away. Because, sure. I mean, uh, honestly, like, you know, those... People hang out on your step. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I yep. got to know the... the got to know the crackheads and the hookers, you know? It's just like... Yeah. And under, and now they, they're... They know who we are, you know what I'm saying? And and they kind of, they respect us in the sense, you know, and just let us know about a few things Nobody's here and there. And yeah, there so sure. everybody's good. You know? Yeah. So So everybody's everybody's been really cool. And I think it's just the only reason because we're cool with them, you yeah. know, and we don't shoo them away. This is not gentrification, you know. This is a a I see it like a, a, I want inspiration for other uh, uh, small businesses to to uh, be attracted to to do the same. Sure. You know what I'm saying? To work and be with the community in the yeah. neighborhoods that you're in, other than trying to like, oh, uh, this is not your your vibe or this is not your crowd. You know what I'm saying? That sure. kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, so it's 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 kind of a bummer that all that has you know been all on kind of on, on a halt, but. Uh, I say I'm trying to think positive. I know it's gonna ha um, I know it's gonna come back open, and when it's 
ready to be back open. Uh, I got things. I, I'm. I got things planned for for sure because it's it's a, uh, it's not my shop. It's everybody's shop that's in that shop. You know. Right. And so, and yeah, that's the whole reason I built it. You know. Yeah. So I have a feeling it's going to be full when all this kind of when all this opens up. I think it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Tattoo people. Everybody's going to go and do whatever it is they miss mm-hmm. and they're going to go do that right away. You know, the tattoo people are going to be flooding into shops, I think. Yeah. So yeah. Th- I think that's so, going to yeah. be great to see. I think it's just going to be kind of, um, now festivals, shows, those kind of things. That's going to take a while. I think, you know, some of the, the big gatherings, Mm-hmm. Electric Forest Festival just recently completely canceled. Oh yeah, I think initially yeah. they tried to reschedule. They just said, "Uh uh-uh. uh." They they um because I was going to do uh, uh the tattoo convention here, which is Hell City. Yeah, I do live painting there mm-hmm. every year or whatever, and it's fun. Um, but anyway, um, they got shut down. Of course, it's going to be this month, but they also went ahead and closed down. I think if I'm right, uh, the Phoenix one as well for this year. So they're not. They just canceled everything really like and i think wow. that was in august i want to say okay so it's it's really affecting all the creative uh events any any creative gatherings you know yeah, yeah. events have been planned and you know like i was saying before conventions and that i had planned um i don't i don't know i don't think they're gonna happen you know yeah. if they started canceling already for august i mean that's yeah. the time i was thinking of you know because yep. everybody's kind of like well We'll see what happens and see if we if it goes away or something or if everything kind of dies out. But it's not. It's just getting like, and I'm not trying to say scary, but it's just getting a little bit more intense. Yeah, you know, just a little like little sprinkles. I think you events know? are going to get smaller. You know, <sighs> like it's, the it's giant wrong. ninety thousand people at a Bonnaroo or, yeah. you know, I'm I don't know. I mean, people are suffering. Businesses are suffering, like breweries and shit like that. Oh, they yeah. have to pay the rent and stuff yeah. and whatnot, and they can't. And they're still making money, so they still have to pay rent. Yeah. But not like they could because of all the festivals that have been canceled yeah, and stuff sure. like that. So it's just yeah, all the kegs rolling out. So yeah, I mean, even you know, just like the art fest here, right. Com fest, all the on just a small level, like the local level. So uh, a yeah. lot of those organizations that are funding yeah. other initiatives and, and that, all that's yeah. you know. And I think a lot of the businesses are going to, uh, how I see it, um, kind of get burned out, you know what I'm saying? Kind of get, you know, smudged out a little yeah. bit. And then once everything, if it does get to going again, where everybody can open doors again, and I think there's going to be less businesses, you yeah. know, because they just couldn't, they couldn't survive this. Yeah, there's the, a lot of shit. restaurants, I feel like. Exactly. Really getting hit. I mean, it's Columbus for here. I mean, it's all about uh, beer and food. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So those are the, like, and they have a library. So many good mom and pop restaurants. I'm worried about those, Mm -hmm. you know, those small mom and pop restaurants that are the best. Mm -hmm. And the chains are going to make it. You know, Canes, Chipotle. And those are the ones that should be canceled. 
But I'm thinking of like Los up. Gauchos down there, yeah. you know, over off Go Down and Bethel. I try and to go over there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's my down. spot. Yeah, I try to go over there. Uh, I was over in that neck of the woods or yeah. whatever, and I try to go over there, and they were closed. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Because I'm really, I'm, you know, I want to spend they this, are. you know, money. I'm, I don't mind picking it up. Yeah. But at the same time, they, they can't. they have three yeah. spots, too, now. Yeah. They started by, as a little food truck years ago. Yeah, everybody's struggling. And that. have just, and. It, yeah. It's it's scary. And if you're expanding, yeah, like crazy. if you're a growing company, like yeah. anybody, um, yeah. and that growth just it mm-hmm. it everything halts, and now you have you know two or three restaurants or different things going on, and it's just right. so much tougher to manage when you're you know trying to keep I don't know right. fifteen twenty employees employed, and but now right. you're only available for carry out. How many right. people can you have in there? You know, right. one person around the cash register. There's a cook in there. You know, that's and it's, it's, how do you keep the hurting. lights on? Yeah, it's hurting and a lot. There's no money to go out and eat out, right? You know, and right. want to spend a whole. Everyone's cooking at home. Exactly. Everyone's making food, making meals at home, and exactly. Fast um, food joints are still open. They're still cranking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, which I think they that's, got that's sh- they got the yeah, uh, that, protective shields right. and the gloves I, and yeah. I think that's the thing is that's that sucks. I guess. I mean, it's good for the people that have jobs. You know, that's cool. But it's all the corporations that are still running. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Target and Walmart, Walmart. And, and fucking all rocking the and you know, rolling. All Kroger's the, rocking and rolling. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're fucking banging. Amazon's but, rocking and yeah, rolling, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're hiring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, all those are are and they're getting bailout know, fast money. food. Yeah, the big corporations are getting lots of like and fifty sh- or sixty they, billion, I think, out of all yeah. that. Um, I don't remember the numbers for like small, medium sized businesses, but it's definitely less than what the large corporations are getting. And uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of the small business loans and. Some of these things that they're offering for people to, you know, get on payroll. And it's like, wow, you want me to go in more debt mm-hmm. to keep my business afloat? And then once you come out of it, you know, those loans are, right. they're low interest rate. Right. But um, right, right. kind of even more on yeah. how do you get, exactly. somebody, how do you get yeah. ahead once Some, all this yeah. ends? So what somebody mentioned to me is, is do the loans. I was like, I don't. No, <laughs> like it's, I understand like the situation and stuff like yeah. that. It would help. But at the same time, no, I don't want to, after all the, the storm, I don't want to be like, well, yeah. now you got all this that you got to pay off. Like, right. fuck, right. I already got enough. I got to, you know, right. say you got to pay off, you know? So, exactly. I mean, I think uh, uh, they should eliminate the school loans, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, should, you know? They should eliminate a lot of friends things. that would yeah. just totally change their life forever. Oh, right. School loans, yeah, the right. only thing that you can't file for bankruptcy on. Exactly. You can lose your car, your yep. house. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can go <laughs> completely bankrupt. You still mm-hmm. owe those school loans. So, yeah, I mean, that would help out a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You want to help out a recession? Eliminate the school loans. Exactly. Eliminate that debt. Uh, you know, because it's it, yeah, everybody, people have yeah. that hanging over their heads for it's years not cool, and man. years. It's not cool, and it's, I mean, it's a form of slavery, man. It is. You know, it's not cool. It's, it's invisible chains that people just not need when education should be free. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That should be yep. f- free. 
you shouldn't be paying for that like that, not like that, and hurting you and then threatening you like you're, like you're not paying your child support, so we're going to take all your money. You know what I'm saying? That kind of shit, you know? Yeah. It shouldn't be treated like that. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. The system that they're running and shit, it's it's silly. It's it's It needs to be... They need, they need to shut it off because it's not cool. You and, think uh, it's run its course? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think it's it's gone silly. It's gone really silly. I think it's... Yeah. This is how I, I see it. It's a big, giant Monopoly game, you know? Everything's a big, giant Monopoly game. But how everything's coming down and how the bankers, like giving out more money so you can play the game. But I think this time that the longer... Be a lot of packages. Yeah, yeah. There's like, the, oh, keep playing with us. Please, please. I want you to keep yeah. playing with me. Yeah. And they're, the All longer... The stock yeah. went up a little bit. All right, we're back in yeah, business. Right, oh, right. it crashed again. Right. <laughs> Even though we know you have no money, but here's here's some money because, you know, I want you yeah. to keep playing the game. But the thing is, the longer they keep this uh, going, people are going to start waking up and people, people are going to realize, like, I don't have to play this fucking game. Yeah, this is a game that you guys are just want me to play, and I don't want to play no more because I've been <laughs> like this for we'll say like four months. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm realizing that I started doing my own, I learned my own thing and do my own thing, and to to survive. And now I'm like, I don't want to play this game. So the more people are like that, I start waking it up. That's yeah, that's gonna be a great thing right there. You know? Yeah. I think it'll be a definitely a process too, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's some change moving forward, and just the way the system was just not ready to handle something like this. And and honestly, I mean, there are people that I think should be held accountable for some of the, some of the things that went down early on, mm. and uh, you know, we can you know, cover that or not cover it. But I think at this point it's pretty well known that, uh, it was pretty mishandled and, um, and we're just weren't ready for any of this. And nobody was, people are kind of settling into it now, I feel, but now it's spring and it's, it's been like two days of really nice weather and then it's kind of gloomy and it's been raining. So Mm -hmm. been kind of indoors the last couple of days, but man, when it's nice, I mean, there's people jogging, everybody's out, people walking their dogs. (laughs) Like I've never seen this person. They're just riding their bikes. Like where are all these people? Right. And they're, they're all out. Right. They're all out. Neighbors across the street. You're waving to your neighbors across Mm -hmm. the street. This, That's yeah. weird. Like they can't, they're not coming across the street. Mm-hmm. And we just moved into our house in October. So we haven't been there that long. Mm-hmm. So we don't really know a whole lot of our neighbors, just the ones right, that are kind of right. in the area. And, um, you know, the na- neighbor next door, I know she just wants to run over and play with the girls and give right, them hugs and kind of right. hang out. And they just kind of stay back, you know. Oh, that's so. Just, that's so weird, right? That's a weird fucking thing to tell people. Like, I mean, like everybody's right contaminated. Like, I have this, you know, my yard's yeah, not much space, for, you know, to and the that, next house. And, and this is what you, like, yeah, you this is what you should be doing right now is, <laughs> is knowing your neighbors. Yeah, you know well, what I'm saying. And I've met so that's kind of even more. Yeah, because um, people have just been walking by our house. Like, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, we live down the street. So it's been kind of cool because you're like, right, kind of getting eyes on exactly. all the people. Exactly, because you secure your community. So if anything does get crazy, crazy, as long as you yeah. can build a community that stands together, you know, what I'm saying? yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, like help each other in a sense, you know. Yeah, so we're that's cool. 
kind of just, you know, getting to know everybody, but it's, it's at a distance still, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is weird. Like people aren't coming into our driveway. We're not going and hanging out in other people's driveways. That's, you know, neighbors usually come together in one person's house, you know, maybe it's someone's front yard or the driveway and we just kind of, everybody stays in their spot. Mm-hmm. And kind of yells at each other across the street. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But that's really um, cool. yeah, it's it's been it's definitely have making sure everybody's okay. Everybody, right. you need something, you know. We're out at the store. One of the neighbors wanted to make a carrot cake. She didn't have powdered sugar. It's like, oh, I'm going to the store and I'm getting some. That's things. cool. Like, Grab some powdered sugar yeah. for you. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So. It's uh, a lot of positives for sure. I think yeah, that's what we got. Lots keep in of positive on. things have come out of this situation, at least from my personal experience. And uh, I think just having a good attitude about it, and right, you know, it's a good time to get your shit together mm-hmm. for sure, man. If you're stuck and you want to. Figure out what you want to do with, yeah. with the rest of your life. No right dis- now is the yeah. time to do it. No more distractions, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, people Some people get stuck. They do. Some and people. I was one of those people. Yeah. You know, I used to run cell phone stores and, and right. sling like minute phones right. and <laughs> all different kinds of neighborhoods in, in central Ohio. Well, some, some people are not affected by this at all. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, I really work out from home. Yeah. Or, oh, I'm, I did you know, that's my yeah, my life. Or, yeah, he works from home. Yeah, my lifestyle, whatever. Yeah, is not changed at all. It has not affected me. So that's yeah. gonna hurt. I, I feel like in the future wise, that's gonna hurt because they're not really experiencing anything new other than this is just it's the same. It's the same thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Going out through. But yeah, I think it is to to take this time to really change things up, man. You know, I think you're gonna see a lot more people working from home like do we really oh, yeah. need all these giant office buildings yeah that's what, yeah, that's what these they're doing huge parking lots you know how much food we could grow in one of these mm-hmm. parking lots i mean you could bulldoze all that out of there and and plant giant gardens all over the city right you know these huge office buildings and you know it's like micro center you just see people walking out of the store with whole home office setups and everything's sold out with electronics. People are Zooming and video conferencing and, um, you know, people are buying live streaming equipment. And um, so it's kind of you're really seeing that merge into the digital space. And uh, I think it's showing that, you know, a lot of people are, are productive at home. You know, do we does everybody need to be? rushing into work you yeah. know nine to five but, every day but it's important though at the same time we take care of our mind body and spirit you yeah. know what i'm saying because i think some people think it's you know they're on vacay in the sense and just kind of like right. eating netflix and you know like yeah. just watching, watching and binging King. or yeah oh, <laughs> <laughs> just binging on whatever they can binge on and just yeah. say fuck it, i'm good i'm comfortable yeah i'm just gonna sit here and just some Wait people just need to like 
chill right now too. Mm. You know, maybe it's good for them. They can just sit back and watch mm. some Netflix and true. And as long as you and, don't overdo it, yeah, that's exa- all. That's exactly. All. Yeah, be productive. You know? Yeah, but some people yeah. I think just needed to, you know, for the people that know. would never take a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you know, you have your kids at home, and there's and you're taking care of your kids, and you're trying to work from home. That's been really difficult for people mm-hmm. trying to, you know, do homeschooling in the morning. And then you've got Zoom calls it, and right. the, you're still working. It's harder. It's it's harder on kids because they don't have to work. They have to work a little harder now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now they have to like go in and they have to do the assignment sign versus like, you know, they kind of throughout the day kind of leaning on some things. But now it's just like, this is what to do. This is what you had to turn in. This is where you have to go in, log in, you know, download and Dropbox and all this stuff. And you have to, you know, all this crap that you have to do more. Right. So it seems like because my mom's a teacher and and, yeah. and she uh, she has to do more AEPs and, you know, just keep keep going, you know yeah. what I'm saying, with everything. Because this seems like she's working a little bit harder than, than she was before because now she's trying to, like, keep it going, keep whatever the, the school was asking for, you right, know what I'm saying, right. that kind of thing, you right. know. So it's just kind of like, you know, it's a little... She's still yeah. sending assignments to her students yeah, and yeah. keeping a curriculum curriculum rolling, and so, wow, that... Yeah, so it's it's hard on teachers, hard on, yeah. hard on kids, you know, yeah. because some kids are just, that's not, everybody's programmed differently, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and especially yeah. my kids, super... Super hyper, you know. So for him to, to to have him sit like just, yeah, you know, to go through all these assignments, it's hard on them. Yeah, you know, because you're not like you, you recess and and breaks and doing other activities. You know, blah blah blah. Got art yeah. one day, you got phys ed yeah. one day, library. Yeah. You know, there's no library. You know, I know that's crazy. Oh. So I mean, there's some you can't go to the playground. So I mean, <laughs> so it's all those. Yeah, it's, so it's kind of hard on some some folks. You know. But it, it's it's all good. It's all good. So when did we meet? Like two, 2013? That was a while ago. Yeah, 2013 or 14. That's the thing. I think it was That's either... Because uh, I met you through Eric Rollins. Shout out to yeah. Eric. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Right. Um, he introduced us. They had a show, I think, at Carabar when that was still... Oh, you bar was way back. I forgot and, about that. Yeah, yeah that's Carabar. right. Bar. I think it closed yeah. like a year after. Like after right, that. right over. Yeah. Yeah. You did live yeah. painting. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, me and my wife came down. That's right. And Eric introduced us. And Said, hey, hey. That was- yeah. And then there was like a Reynoldsburg art day or something. Yeah. I came out and yeah. shot some video. That was a you while were, ago. Wow. And yeah. Mr. Anderson uh, played for the kids. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. There was like a <laughs> storyteller. You guys were doing break dancing. I that was a so. really yeah. cool it was, it was a great thing, little thing that they do. Yeah. They do that every thing. year? I don't know. I don't think they do. Okay. I don't think they do. I think that was just like, that yeah, was that was really, yeah, really cool. That was a special moment because my kids were going, it was wild how everything was connected because the school that Eric went with, you know, we're good. We're, both of us are good friends with him. But the school that he did that at was at my kids' school. Oh. So they were in, in oh, yeah, yeah they're in middle there. school. So, <laughs> so they got to come down and help him and help us, you know, put right. it all together. So they yeah, had he was that doing experience. A workshop, yeah, all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Workshop. 
So I mean, that's that's where I I met you, met you. Who was your you boy know? doing? Who was the guy doing break dancing? Uh, um, teaching break dancing. I wasn't teaching break dance. I think it was just like a. They just started dancing. I think that's what it was. Okay. I I can't I remember. remember. I can't remember. Something. I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe it was Jamie. I think it may be Jamie. It was Jamie. Was Jamie. it? Yeah. yeah. What's his last name? Jamie. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know where I would remember one of the two, but he owns uh, Flavored Flow Studios, uh, south end of where my shop is on Parsons. Oh, sweet! And he's been doing good. I mean, like we were going back a little bit, how everybody needs to adapt and change and do new ways and yeah. creative ways yeah. of what they do. So he's been doing his uh, teaching his kids because, of course, he can't get go to the studio no more. Yeah. So they've been doing the whole Zoom and and doing break classes yeah. through zoom yeah yeah you know with all the kids i mean everybody's a, awesome. I mean, yeah he's adapting perfectly Great. with it you know i'm sh- saying yeah. so i mean of course it'd be better to be like hands-on hands-on yeah. but still i mean he's still he's still changing with it and making it work for him yeah. you know like how we all Shifting should gears, yeah man. exactly so he was there Good. so all of us pretty much were all there it was it was wild yeah. it was wild that we were all there yeah. yeah, doing that show. <laughs> Eric invited school. me, said, come on out and shoot this uh, right. Reynoldsburg art day. I was like, right. sweet. I met a lot of cool people, met mm-hmm. a lot of you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I remember that. That was a good That was a good shoot for me. I mean, that was, uh, I think, while I was in school still. Or, yeah, it definitely was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of going through all, you know, the shift from trying to, you know, go to school learning video production, photography. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. Yeah, yeah the whole, I think that's back. Oh, damn it! So yeah, we've known each other for a while. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. That was that was the that was the the changing I think for for myself because I was in in a different space at that time too. So I remember, you were doing a lot yeah. of graphic design. Yeah, and just art painting. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just, you had a you used to have a little office on Gay. Or yeah. town, or it was, it was on Gay Street. It was on Gay, it was on Gay Street, a little small, yeah. little over like there by the vault. Like on the third vault. floor, mm-hmm. had a pretty sweet lookout mm-hmm. of uh, yeah, so view of Gay Street. It was it was weird. I rented that place, and as soon as I got that place, I had I had to let it not let it go, but not be there all the time for the fact. Then I started uh, doing apprentice for tattooing, so it just kind of got put on the side burner yep. kind of thing, you know, with yeah. the shelf. So that was all. Everything came out kind of crazy at right. that time you know so i mean and found that you were crazy like myself in a sense you know i, I remember uh, <laughs> at the school and stuff like that coming yeah. up to you talking to you yeah so so yeah all the things have changed us you know what i'm saying to put us where we are right now that's for sure yeah i remember so it's weird um um I think uh, you had approached me. You were doing live painting. You are like, hey, mm-hmm. what's up? You know, Eric told me about you. I, I remember meeting, and uh, we sat there and talked before their performance for like 35, yeah. 40 minutes, kind of hit it off, kind of just like a one-on-one. And um, <clears throat> we started talking about like Serpent Mound and yeah. some of those things and, uh, you know, gave me some of your backstory, and we're both adopted. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember that kind of being a thing. Where it was like, oh, okay, right on. Kinda it's know, like you kind of know how it feels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely different situations. Mm-hmm. You grew up in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew. I was born in Dayton, mm-hmm. and then uh, given up for adoption in uh, in '82, and then um, 
and and it was through the Catholic uh, diocese as uh, I forget the name of the organization, but it was all through the basically the Catholic Church and my parents um, adopted my sister and then uh, me four years later. So I was born in Ohio mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. it uh, recently found my adopted family like yeah, you had two years ago. Yeah. So that was interesting. That took about a like six or seven years to kind of get to the point after I initially got interested in really wanting to yeah. kind of track them down. Yeah. It was a yeah. long, long process. Yeah I, yeah, I remember you were going through all that, man. I remember yeah. you meeting them and <laughs> stuff like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> um, you were brought over here with your brother. No. Correct or no? Um, Did your mom no. adopt you and your brother? It, it, yeah, I do have an, another brother or whatever, but... Um, so I was I was adopted from Colombia by myself. So before I was adopted, uh, my mom also adopted another son before me. Okay. So I came when I was six, and right. he came. He was adopted first, and he came when he was nine, cool. and he was from El Salvador. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, yeah, so he was El Salvador. So they thought it would be you know best to uh, get a boy or whatever. Not a boy, but another kid. You know. Yeah. So and I came here on on kind of on somewhat an accident in a sense where they sent the, um, they were requesting something and they sent my picture and my mom was like, okay, we'll go, you know, cool, <laughs> you know? So it just, that was kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the really? picture, yeah. So the picture that they sent was, yeah, they didn't have the, the kid that they were going for. I think it was, a, it was a girl or something like that. I can't remember what, what was told me. So I might butcher it all up. But anyway, they, <laughs> They just didn't get the kid. I think the kid got adopted or something like that or already got, you know, like, you know, didn't happen. So, But they did say, like, but we do have this kid, you know what I'm saying, this other kid, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So my mom was like, cool. That was you? Yeah. So I was like, there you go. It's, you know what I'm wow. saying? Wow. So, yeah. So, Man, so I'm, I'm very blessed. Do you ever think about yeah. ending up yeah. somewhere else or still being <laughs> in that? Because uh, I think yeah. about that. I mean, oh, yeah, I was absolutely, lucky, man. really lucky. I absolutely. was adopted when I was six weeks old. Yeah. So my parents, my mom and dad, my mom passed away, but they were my parents. They right. were mom and dad. Right. Like when I was a kid, I never thought about them as anything except right. my mom and dad. Right. People would talk to me about being adopted. It was weird that they cared. Right. I never thought about it. Yeah, because they told me when I was so young that I I don't remember them right. sitting right. me down and saying, "Hey, you're adopted." <laughs> right, right. So I've known for your mom forever and your dad forever. I just yeah. never have known anything else. Yeah, so right. I never really thought about it um, growing up until someone would like put it. Attention. It would, they would make it weird. Right. They, you know, they like want to feel bad for you. I'm like, why do you feel bad for right, me? Right. It's like, oh, I'm so, like, you get a lot of, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, I don't, what <laughs> do you that, mean? Yeah. Right. Like, I grew up in a uh, right. very small community. My childhood was amazing. I mean, I yeah. had a wonderful same, childhood. Same. And, um, you know, I have uh, uh, an older sister. Mm-hmm. She's four years older than me. She was adopted. We're not biologically related. She, I helped. Same with me. Right, right. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I helped her find her, um, her, her mother. Yeah. As well, um, a few weeks after 
I kind of learned how the the secrets of ancestry mm-hmm. kind of cracked that code. And it took me about five or six days once I actually got on oh, there. Shit. That's crazy. My wife got me a subscription. Yeah. And I did ended up doing the DNA. It's crazy you found yours and hers. I kinda wish I wouldn't have done the DNA yeah, test now, yeah. but I <laughs> <laughs> got you. I got you. Yeah. But um, you know, it it's been cool because I've, you know, learned my my cultural background right. a little bit more. I mean, I don't really have any like super attachment and things I've kind of just always felt and then right. or confirmed through the DNA test, which was kind of cool. And, um, but it was, uh, I kind of cracked the code of ancestry and then had found a bunch of documents mm-hmm. about my mother's mm-hmm. like high school reunion photo marriage certificates and kind of slowly started piecing things together. And then I found like my grandfather's. So it'd been my great grandfather on my mother's Mm. side. I basically found, uh, like to where they had bought a house. No, I'm sorry. It was a will Mm. of my, it would be my great grandfather. So there was one, will and testament that was an older version that i found that had five brothers on it Mm -hmm. then i found a later version of an updated will and testament and it had six names on it Mm -hmm. the sixth name was this daughter that hadn't been born earlier Mm -hmm. and she's nine years younger than the Mm -hmm. five brothers so i was like whoa i bet she's still alive so i started researching her name and which is aunt kate shout out aunt kate and uh, I found her and actually found my half-sister, Cindy. I kind of tracked her father down, and um, and she was married. Uh, Cindy's mother was married to so uh, father. I'm sorry. Cindy's mother was married. Father was married to my mother. Let me start that over. <laughs> Cindy's father was married to my mother. That's cool that you webbed it all together. When she was man. like 17. Yeah, that's cool. And then found their divorce paper. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. Which that's we cool. may have to edit that out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of <laughs> dropped the <laughs> name there. <laughs> no, that's cool that you can uh, retrace it all. I, I know many people, I get that question a lot. Like, you're going to go back to uh, Columbia and, and go, you know, blah, Find blah, blah. Your roots. Yeah, all that. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. And, and fortunate, it's like, I'm very blessed and I'm very grateful for everything. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. But, um, like, I, I'm more connected. I, I found a lot of stuff about myself and I'm very connected with my ancestors going this route. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the orphanage was called uh, I, th- I think it's called uh, Los Los Pisingos, you know. And um, well, with Los Pisingos, you you have two two ways. Like one, I could just stayed in the slums. Who knows what the outcome of that would have been? You know what I'm saying? And the other one was going to be um, Americans are going to adopt you, or the Swedish were going to adopt you. So I mean, I could have been, you know. <laughs> Swedish me, you know. Right. So I mean, it's it's crazy you how be living in Sweden. Yeah, right. Wow. So it's just like right. So it's just it's a weird, like, and it's yeah. It's, you think you felt out of place here? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sweden. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's a. Uh, just that'll, that'll be funky. That'll be funky. Who knows what that version of me in the different uh, in a different uh, exactly being is that <laughs> in a different reality there is or dimension there is a Swedish me <laughs> like wow <laughs> you know that's crazy 
I can imagine what that would be. Man. You know, that would be crazy. I don't know. Maybe I would be doing tattoos in Sweden. I don't know. You know, because, I mean, your soul is your soul, you know. I'm sure you'd I mean, still be an artist, for sure. Yeah, some. Maybe right? you'd be doing right? a completely different kind of art. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? Because, I mean, a lot of the, the things that have inspired me are from, uh, because of this land and ancestry and stuff like that, you know, like Native and Mayan and... And all this stuff that you know, the it's mound right, builders it's, yeah, and the Mayans. Yeah, they're all they're all right here. Yeah. You know, versus like and, they found, and you know, yeah. Aztec artifacts right. and right. obsidian and in North right. America. So and those trading routes were definitely happening with the Aztecs. Right. So it found me, even though I was brought over here in Ohio, um, it found a way to to reach me, you know? And in another hand, if it was in Sweden, who knows? I might not have been reached to my tapped in, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. it's more further away from it because they're like like you were saying like the Mayans and the oh, Sturpin Mound and yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of those cultures or whatever indigenous people were all tied into it you know so that's the thing it's just like so I still had that that little breadcrumb from when it comes to spirituality to, to figure out my my way back you know that kind of thing to connect me back so I think that's one of the reasons yeah you know Absolutely. Um, so I'm I'm grateful. I'm blessed. I'm grateful. You know, yeah. Ohio is a hotbed for mounds and oh yeah, earthworks and you know they're all over mm-hmm. the place here. The oh yeah. Ohio River valleys. You know, at one point there were ten thousand different sites here. There's only about a thousand that you can actually physically see now. Mm-hmm. So it's was definitely um, a site of some not fully understood you know, lost civilization, essentially. So it's kind of cool to see, you know, similar astronomy and um, the way that they align their buildings in the Yucatan and, and, um, you know, Mexico, South America. Mm -hmm. It's, you can get a lot of the same mathematics and geometry and the astronomy that are kind of encoded into the sites here in Ohio. And that, and that itself will connect you with a lot of, it has so many, a web connection to the pyramids on the other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it has so many connections, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That that thing too. So I mean, it's, it's kind of a movement to call them earth pyramids. Yeah, and I hope they kind do. Kind of heard that. Yeah. Because earthworks. Um, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't sound grand. Yeah. You know, it kind of gives it kind of like a, eh. (laughs) They're they're there, you know what I'm saying, versus like they should be like respected. It's just a very simple form of a pyramid. You know, they're not building with giant, extremely impressive, you know, 50-ton, 100-ton megalithic stones that are built into these grand temples, but... Yeah, simple. But they were they were temples. And honestly, know? when you get down into the mounds, some of the layers, right. you know, certain kind of clay, it's kind of sandy, mm-hmm. um, blonde sandy material, and then uh, sometimes, um, you know, inside the mounds they would find some more megalithic structures. Those are in Indiana, where they kind of found these tombs that are there's mm-hmm. fairly large size stone inside of them so some of them are a little bit more technologically advanced some of them are more basic i think the more basic ones uh might be a little more current yeah people sleep on it that's for sure people Mm -hmm. don't understand how how big of a staple it is and the whole connection with everything you know the mounds you know and the and the civilization and and a lot of people want to go to the big you know wonders of the world it's like it's right underneath your nose 
I mean, you I know. was, I went to Chichen Itza. Yeah. I went to yeah. Chaco Canyon. Yeah. I've been to a bunch of really cool, amazing places before right. I ever got into earthworks and mounds. I mean, right. I had heard, I knew about Serpent Mound and uh, I, I think I visited Serpent Mound in maybe like 2011, but even at that point, I really didn't understand a lot about it. I mean, right. a lot of people think of mounds. I just thought they were burial mounds. Right. I wasn't aware that there were other sites like Serpent Mound, not necessarily effigies, but the geometric, like the Newark earthwork and uh, Sipe and some of those down in Chillicothe uh, that are amazing. I mean, they're like half moon hinges and squares that are exactly. perfect, perfectly square. Yeah. Um, you know, the great octagon in Newark, which is a 18.6-year mm-hmm. lunar calendar, I think. And it's they're all tracking right here. all the yeah. moon phases, predicting eclipses. And it's like, whoa, it's all, yeah, it's all here. That's it's all really here. advanced stuff. Exactly. And I think right now we're just kind of, the word's getting out a little bit, starting to it be is. It is. taken a little bit more serious. Like Serpent Mountain, I think Newark's up for UN, uh, the UNESCO World Heritage Site. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I like kind of like the local vibe of Serpent Mound. True. You know, that, that's like the guys that run it, Tim and all them. What's up, Tim? Everybody mm-hmm. out there at the Serpent Mound. Like, do we want to put that kind of light on it? You know, where it kind of gets. Because you can go you know? there and it's there's no one there. Right. During it's, the events, tons of people go right. to those events. You know, the so Friends kinda, of the yeah, Serpent yeah. Mound and then um, Terry and Tom yeah. and all them put on awesome events. But for the most part, I mean, you go down there on a Thursday or even right. Saturday. It's nice to know it's low key. It's like five, yeah. six, seven. You don't have uh, you don't have cars like in the parking bunch of shops selling you know merch right. and all that stuff and yeah. You know, oh just, man, like just milking Itza. it, milking it. You know? I went in 2012. Yeah, and um, for my birthday, August 7, 2012, and it was. I was astonished how many vendors there were out there. I mean, a lot of them were native selling art, which is cool. You know, mm-hmm. I bought a piece right. and um, bought some things out there. Um, but the indigenous, they're out there. You know, it's like, well, where'd the Mayans go? They never left. They're still there. I exactly. mean, they're making Mayan tacos and <laughs> and selling their artwork. Exactly. And, like, they didn't just, you know, go off planet and disappear. I know. Like, that's still that's there. so much stuff. Yeah, that whole and the whole thing, aliens and aliens, this and that. Nah, we did it. You know what I'm saying? All the indigenous super people super advanced did it. Yeah. civilization that existed, you know, pre flood. Who really knows? Yeah, but, but I think um people were absolutely capable of building these pyramids, you know. There's a lot of stories of ETs yeah. and 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 ancient cultures and I mean, with being visited, the Vimanas right, and, right. and the, I mean, the Ayurvedic culture. Were they visited? Yeah. Were they influenced? Yeah. yeah. But they weren't like, oh, we couldn't do it without them. Right. You know what I'm saying? All they did was kind of inspire in a sense. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Kind of feed it. Yeah. You know, feed the, the, the civilization to do something that is going to uh, resurrect something to honor that. Because in yeah. a way, there are gods because we don't know anything that we don't right. know is usually turned into. God, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So, so yeah. So, but not full credit, mm-hmm. you know. what I'm saying so. The Mayas, they're still there. You know, what I'm yeah. saying you know, Native American people, they're still Native American people. Yeah, they're not extinct. You know, what <laughs> I'm saying so. It's not like this, you know. So, it's all 
It's all right there. Yeah, I've been pretty connected with uh, the Yucatan and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Incan cultures and Peru and just yeah. kind of I obsessed it, with Egypt my whole life. And all that stuff is so, uh, yeah, it's so, it's so, uh, I, I love that stuff. I love all that folklore. I love all that. It's just so much culture and so much inspiration. There's just so much. It's it's lost cool. lost knowledge too. It. Yeah, you know? I love it because it's so it's, different. You know, that's it's it's amazing. All those indigenous cultures are, are amazing. You're from from Cambodia. You know mm, what I'm saying? Anchor Wat. All, yeah, yeah, all of those are just like there's not one civilization that's better than the other or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. all they have. They're all in their art. You know yeah. that is their culture. You know it's mm-hmm. all, and it's funny how some of those art things or patterns because as an artist or whatever I, I love art but a lot of this stuff was how in a way they were told that we were all separated but a lot of them had the same forms like we talked simple as the pyramids mm-hmm. you know but a lot of the symbols symbols for sun symbols for so-and-so you know some of the gods they all had the same relation or they just had different names you know that right. kind of thing, but they're all connected. You right. know, the ancient stories are really similar mm-hmm. yeah. all over the globe. Exactly. So it's like, were we ever really that right. separated? Or do they want to tell you that? Some of these stories are yeah. really, really similar. I mean, Krishna, right? And Jesus, right. and I mean, Ra. Yeah. It's it's pretty unbelievable. I mean, the similarities with Osiris, and um, you know the Native American lores of like the eagle and the and the condor and mm-hmm. the the thunderbird and the serpent yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. there's you know the dragon myths from right. um, you know in China and a lot of those it's like almost like this base of one culture that so many things came from mm-hmm. and that's what I think the more and more we go down the line um, more and more things uh, you know the proof. We're going to yeah. start seeing more proof of, you know, artifacts yeah. and things that are kind of tying um, the story that really is, it's it's real blurry yeah. right now. We just don't because know we our have ancient a, yeah, past. We have amnesia, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We all have amnesia and the artifacts yeah. and the things that are left for us yeah. are for us to reactivate and awaken. And that's a, that's why I love it because it's just they're all there. All those things and structures are for us to see now, you know, to for right. us to remember. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing is to, the, with the ancestors, like the biggest thing, all they want to do is be remembered. You know what I'm saying? That's all they ask for. And so that's all the things that they kept here is for us to remember and to remember right. where and we all to came. figure out what yeah. they were doing. Yeah. So that's why I was saying when the system, <laughs> going back to the very beginning of our conversation, talking about the system needs to be crashed. You know what I'm saying? I pray on that because, I mean, we need to go back. You know what I'm saying? To what it not it would never be back how it used to be, but back in that kind of mindset, like where, you know, where I mean, we were connected, the art connected. And the science, yeah. all that was merged. Yeah. You had extremely high art. I mean, yeah. you know, those obelisks in Egypt are just crazy, crazy elaborate. Yeah. And the the, the carving, the way it, it looks like it's we don't give them credit. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's machined. Right. It's very, you know, hard angles and we don't give them credit. Um, it it seems like they had some things figured out that uh, a few things that really we can't do today 
There's right, a, right. a lot of those pyramids and, and ancient temples. We just don't really know how they were built. Right. Um, right. It's a lot of it's a mystery still. And I think as we go, technology keeps advancing more and more information. I mean, Gobekli Tepe, that's a big one. I mean, mm-hmm. when I was in, found out about Gobekli Tepe, it wasn't even considered a legitimate site. You know, the dating wasn't considered legitimate, but now, you know, the age of it is, you know, 11,500, 10,500 BC, which kind of totally blows away the timeline that we've been teaching in universities for a long, long time. There wasn't a culture before the flood, this great cataclysm, but we kind of have Gobekli Tepe to you know, there it is. That's, that's they all a, agree right. that it's that old. Yeah, that's so all. There's going to yeah. be others. Exactly. Like Gobekli Tepe. That's why I I love I love science. Don't get me wrong. I love science, but that's why I don't like about science. You know what I'm saying? For the fact that all that you they they always like oh this is the answer this science answer is great. And then, it's the apparatus then, around it. Yeah, they always have to go back. They're never. Yeah, it's like an echo chamber, though. You know, some things places older than what it is. And I think science that they have science is not even they think they know, but they don't know. Right. And by the way, I don't actually can prove anything Uh, or don't actually know. Nobody really knows for certain of any of these things. I just have, you know, some just through the years, you know, watching, reading, consuming information as much as a passion of mine. And I have feelings, but, you know, I'm not out there digging up artifacts. Right. But that, that's the thing. You, you have feelings, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You feel it. You know, yeah. you feel that this world is older than it is. Right. Even when they the say, right, exactly. They tell you a timeline up. and you're like feeling it. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't feel that. I mean, I know you're saying that and you have this proof, you know, quote, quote. But I just I feel like I feel that it's older than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it just it doesn't add up. Yeah. What you're trying to, you know, program me with, you know. So I was just like, nah. And I should be, yeah. Dude, I couldn't agree more. This is awesome. Yeah. You having a good time? Yeah, I'm having this a great is awesome, time, man. dude. Well, I think we could wrap this up, yeah. brother. Cool. Thank you for coming in. Yeah, I appreciate you having me out here. Absolutely. Man. This is fun. Row on the strange road, everybody. Mm-hmm. Much love, <laughs> much love. Until the next episode, yes. I guess.